At Jared, we know devotion isn't a once a year occasion. And once the flowers have wilted and the chocolates have disappeared, you'll still want them to know how much you care. Dare to give a gift that lasts this Valentine's Day with our incredible selection of jewelry. From delicate rose gold to bold black diamonds, Jared has hundreds of pieces under $299 and exclusive collections you won't find anywhere else. Shop online or find a store near you at jared.com and dare to be devoted. Blog Talk Radio. And I and thank you for tuning in to Help for HD Live. This podcast is made possible today by Teva Pharmaceuticals and the Griffin Foundation. I'm your host, Lauren Holder, filling in for Katie Jackson. And today our guests are Professor Ann Rosser and Dr. Patrick White. Um, Let's see here. Ann Rosser is Professor of Clinical Neuroscience at Cardiff University, University, I'm sorry, an honorary consultant neurologist at the University Hospital, Wales. She's worked in the area of neurodegeneration since 1994 and has a special interest in Huntington's, in particular the development of two new, of new therapies of, uh, for this and of related neurodegenerative conditions. She directs the Cardiff University Brain Repair Group, leads the South Wales HD Clinical Service, and co-directs the Wales Brain Repair and Intracranial Neurotherapeutics Unit, which aims to deliver therapeutics into the brain in neurological conditions. She is currently the chair of the European Huntington's Disease Network, which is what we'll be discussing today. And then Dr. Patrick White is a board-certified neurologist and certified neurogenetic counselor at Ulm University in Germany. He has been involved in several studies and clinical trials for Huntington's, including Legato, Predict, Registry, and most recently ASO in Huntington's. Um, he has served as a member of the Scientific and Bioethical Advisory Board for EHDN and is currently the co-chair of the European HD Network. So thank you guys for joining me today. Let me get you off of mute here. Um, how are you guys doing? Okay, thank you. Thank yeah. you very much, Lauren. This is Patrick. Yeah, yeah great. It's very nice to be asked to speak. We're going to jump right here, right on into the questions I've got. Um, so let's start with, can you guys tell me how you became involved with Huntington's? Okay, so um, it, it's on here. So... I uh, trained as a neurologist um, in in Cambridge and, and London, and uh, I went back to the Brain Repair Centre at Cambridge to work as an MRC clinician scientist. And it was at that time that I met John Hodges, who was a um, neuropsychologist working um, in neurodegeneration, and he had set up a new Huntington's disease clinic and invited me to be part of that. And that was really the start of getting involved with 
Huntington's patients, and that's then become the focus of, of gradually more and more the focus of what I've done over the years. Yeah, this is Patrick. I, yeah, I'm also a clinical neurologist, and during my residency, I did a postdoc at the University of Washington, and uh, I was mainly interested in neurodegenerative diseases such as ALS, and then through my research, I um, wanted to learn about uh, Huntington's disease, and uh, uh, in, in the lab of um, Al Laspada, I started working on polyglutamine diseases, uh, so my uh, entrance into Huntington's came through my research work, and then when I got recruited back to Germany, to Ulm, and now I'm in Bonn, actually, so I can update that information. Um, uh, that's when I continued my basic science research and expanded or included the Huntington's disease in my clinical portfolio. Wow, that's awesome. Um, so you're both with the European Huntington's Disease Network. So what exactly is EHDN? Okay, so EHDN is um, a network of clinicians, scientists, and family members. So um, uh, essentially, there are um, you know it's, it's a European-wide network. There are quite a uh, a lot of clinics uh, who are affiliated to EHDN, and essentially um, the missions of EHDN are to further um, Huntington's disease research, to support high-quality clinical trials, and also to um, help further care in Huntington's disease. So that really sort of encapsulates what EHDN is all about. I don't know if you want to add anything to that. Yeah, no, I, no. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. And what kind of research does EHDN support? So it, it's um, so when we say support, I think it's important to start out really by saying that um, EHDN is a non-for-profit organization and that we don't fund research explore a very um, small number of seed fund um, opportunities that are open to the, the membership but essentially we support research in a whole variety of ways and really that's incredibly broad so you know it goes right from supporting uh, basic research looking into a huge diversity of subjects for example um, the genetics of Huntington's, um, search for new therapeutic molecules, understanding the phenotype better, uh, right through to you know very clinical projects which are looking at how to improve care, how to better um, uh, uh, characterize the phenotype, how um, uh, you know be better assess progress in Huntington's disease, the development of guidelines. So it really is is um, uh, very broad. So a lot of the ideas come from the membership um, and our job is, is really to help foster and uh, encourage and, and support those activities. Well, that's wonderful. And you, and you guys do that through um, working groups and task forces, is that correct? Yeah, so the working forces, the working groups and task forces are, are very much, the, um, you know, a key aspect um, of EHDN. 
and that is that's our, one of our major mechanisms whereby um, the membership um, can come together and network and, and you know focus in on on really important um, HD questions. But we also support um, clinical trials, which may be um, you know academic clinical trials or they may be um, uh, commercial clinical trials. You know, at, uh, for example, the ongoing trials um, uh, that were started by uh, the company Ionis and now. The There's some fire alarm here. I, I think that might have been a fire alarm test. Apologies for that. Um, uh, okay, yes, are you guys so, okay? Yes, we're fine. Yeah. <laughs> we can continue. Apologies <laughs> for the horrible. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, yes, I was just saying that, you know, commercial trials such as the Roche trials, the antisense oligonuclear trials, the Huntington lowering trials that are going on now. So, um, you know, we also um, support, um, in varying degrees, those sorts of activities. That's great. I, I love that you guys are, you know, so broad in your way of, uh, supporting. Obviously, there's more than just financial support out there to get things going, um, especially when it comes to clinical trials, you know, when it comes to recruitment, when it comes to protocol and all of that. So um, I know that, that EHTN just really has been um, a major force, um, and I'm so glad to have you guys on the show. Um, is there something in, in the – I'm sorry, go ahead. I was only going to say we, we couldn't do what we are doing if it wasn't for the support that we get from um, CH, CHDI Foundation. So, um, you know, they um, provide um, support for EHDN, which then allows us to undertake our activities. So I just think that's quite important to um, highlight. Yes, CHDI is amazing as well. No, I think okay. I think it's a fire alarm. Mm -hmm. Really sorry, we th we think there's a fire um, alarm test. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't think we're about to be incinerated. <laughs> okay, as long as you're not in the fire or anything, um, that's good. Not as far as we know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, well, I won't keep you for very long, being that you've got the fire alarms going off and. <laughs> since we don't know if it's a test or not. Um, I guess my biggest question would be, is there something, this is a, a huge question for me, especially as a person who um, has tested positive and who's also a caregiver. Um, is there something in the community that we can do to help EHDN? Is there, you know, something that we, we can specifically do to really get involved with you guys um, to help what you're doing? I think this is Patrick speaking, and I think um, what is really important on the patient side is that there is a an awareness of this uh, infrastructure being available, that is the EHDN, and um, because that's quite a unique uh, situation compared to other disease entities. I, I'm I'm not aware of. Um, uh, of such a well-organized uh, infrastructure that that enables us to 
uh, monitor and recruit uh, Huntington's patients uh, with such precision and, and speed for clinical that are coming up. And therefore, the, I think the contribution of the, um, on the patient side is to uh, really consider making themselves available to these uh, centers and efforts and um, yeah, seeking their, um, you know, seeking the, the connection to them because uh, a network uh, of researchers and, and clinicians is uh, worthless to, uh, if, if there are no patients involved. Mm. Yeah. I completely agree with Patrick uh, on that. And I think it's also important that the patients and families know how much their contributions are appreciated by mm -hmm. the, um, uh, you, you know, the, the, the clinicians and scientists who are trying to take this work forward. So uh, I think those messages are really important to get out to the community. So um, I know here in the United States, like we have a, we sometimes have issues with recruitment um, because we can't reach everybody. Uh, we seem to have issues, and we're always thinking of ways that we can reach out, whether it's telehealth, um, you know, I've helped with a protocol before, and, you know, how do you get to those other people? Um, do you guys do anything specific or have recommendations um, on how to reach more people? I mean, in I've spent quite some time in the U.S., and I was very impressed with the uh, – level of activity and, uh, and energy that, that uh, patient groups there um, develop and show. Uh, an advantage that is difficult to overcome for the United States usually are the uh, huge distances. So having right. lived in Washington State and now in Bonn in the Rhineland area, uh, it's completely different scale of, uh, you know, how far, how remote patients live. Um, also, the, the general, I think, the, the uh, general healthcare system facilitates um, access to patients. Um, so I don't think there is a, an easy fix for, you know, like shrinking the country or something like that. Um, and, and that's something that I've experienced uh, in, in cooperating with uh, with clinicians from the United States, especially in the West Coast or in the central parts of the country, that you if, you, if you want to recruit a certain number of patients, even though U.S. and the EU have similar-sized populations, in, in the EU everything is much closer together and you don't have to fly patients in. They just can take a train and then with exactly. one, within one or two hours, they're, they're, they're at a, at a, they can choose between major medical centers. We have disadvantages, of course, you know, because, you know, every country speaks a different language. And so one big uh, hurdle that the EHDN had to overcome was to, you know, translate everything to, to 10 different languages. So there are, you know, there, there are ups and downsides, and that certainly in the U.S. is easier. Um, but, uh, like, if, you, if you're asking what can, uh, what can the U.S. Uh, HD population do to strengthen the Huntington's disease network. I think a lot of you have 
European relatives, and so um, teach them to be open and uh, and uh, outspoken about their um, about their disease and their risks, and to seek uh, the attention of uh, HD care centers. And this this blog is a great idea. It's a great way of spreading the word. Oh yes, I mean we. We are an international not-for-profit Help for HDs, and I just love that we do this to help provide resources, um, you know, because, as you said, we need to get the word out um, to family members everywhere. So, and obviously, like you said, there are disadvantages in, in different locations by language, by whatever um, distance. We definitely, I mean, I've personally dealt with that. Being in North Carolina, we have some great places, but the uh, – um, some of the clinical trials are not going to be available in North Carolina. So it makes it hard to participate or it will make it very difficult for me to get my father to participate. Um, so mm-hmm. as you said, distance be- plays Sorry, a huge role. Lost you. Oh, I'm here. Can you hear me? Hello? Now you're back. Lauren, we lost you. Sorry. Back? you you're now you're back. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what happened. I'm sorry. That's fine. Um, but yes, I certainly, I certainly appreciate um, you guys coming on here and spreading the word. And as far as those um, HD centers that you were talking about and the HD physicians, all of those can be found on your website. Can people go to the EHD website and actually find a list of physicians or centers? Absolutely. So it's EHDN. Uh, no, eurohd.org. Eurohd.org. Okay. Euro hd. Euro hd. And would you have any final thoughts for us, um, especially for you know anybody that's located um, in Europe that um, you know would want some information about EHDN? Um, maybe, uh, I mean, one thing that has come out of EHDN and um, from other sources is the Enroll uh, study, which is how integrating the European and global HD communities. And I think that's, that's a fantastic global effort to, um, uh, to combat Huntington's disease. Can we just give you the website right. again? I'm not it's www.ehdn.org. yes. Okay, and I'll make sure to um, post that on our uh, show page as well so people have thank it. Um, yes, thank you. I really appreciate you coming on and talking to us. Um, you know, I'm sorry for the, the difficulties that we had in the beginning, but I'm glad that we got to speak. And um, yeah. and I hope to have you guys back again soon. Sure, that would be great. Thank Absolutely. you for asking us. Thank you. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you You're so doing much. great Thank you so much. very important work. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. At Jared, 
We know devotion isn't a once a year occasion. And once the flowers have wilted and the chocolates have disappeared, you'll still want them to know how much you care. Dare to give a gift that lasts this Valentine's Day with our incredible selection of jewelry. From delicate rose gold to bold black diamonds, Jared has hundreds of pieces under $299 and exclusive collections you won't find anywhere else. Shop online or find a store near you at jared.com and dare to be devoted. The all-new Toyota RAV4 asks, what if? What if your ride was refined and rugged at the same time? Introducing a car that's got style and substance to spare. The all-new RAV4 Limited. Featuring a sophisticated, muscular new exterior and available options like a premium JBL audio system and panoramic roof. The all-new RAV4 Limited. Toyota. Let's go places. JBL and Clarifier registered trademarks of Harman International Industries Incorporated.